Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, we talked about last week how we are now basically live. We're doing these in real time. It's coming out the next week. Yeah. As you listen, it is literally being recorded so, whenever you listen to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the phone lines are lighting up as we're doing this. I mean, yeah. with comments, questions, like it's... Concerns. Concerns. HR people complaints. Are, HR complaints as well as just like general health concerns. Like they're like, yeah. are you all okay? Yeah. Um, and, and am I okay? Yeah. You know, things that are... <laughs> deeply disturbing for we do us we to do receive. want to, to open up and let you do a live like uh doctor teleconference with you and yeah. your your personal physician we would like future. this to be a cross between you know dr phil where we can fulfill your mental health needs right and sort of the doctors like that you know talk show where you <laughs> right. have the doctors who are like both professional models and uh, various types of, right. of professional doctors yeah. who can also answer your health. Who will probably questions. never step foot in a hospital ever again. Like, no. Why would they? <laughs> when you look that way and, you, and you're making all that money... Doctors yeah. that look like that don't belong in a hospital. <laughs> it's true. Unless it's like General Hospital or some other mm. sort of soap. Or ER, when yeah. George Clooney was when there. George, yeah, exactly. In which case... That is exclusively the hospital they belong to. That's right. That's right. Um, yes. So the reason I bring up it being live is I, talking about those phone lines. People have been calling in. They're like, we cannot wait for you to roast uh, some events that happened this weekend to talk about you know who doing you know what and oh, yeah. you know where's. And uh, we're not going to do that, though, because nope. that is that is not the brand here at... Uh, no. um, and if anything, we are we have to remain on brand. That's right. That's so every time you're questioning what we're doing, just remember it's about the brand. Yeah, yeah. We'll get one of those funny signs that we put like over a, like an exit door that say complaint department, <laughs> and just point people that way. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, what I want to talk about today is fruit and Jello. Hmm. So. We just had a baby, as we talked about in detail last episode. But um, while we were at the hospital, they would bring Lindsay every single time Jello with fruit in it. Every single time for <laughs> I just every every that's that's good. Uh, it could be every time she needed to take a pill. Like every time they would she hide it, the jello needed more pain med- Like every time she hit the red pain medicine button, it right. was actually like fruit and jello button. <laughs> no, every time she they would bring food. So breakfast. Mm. I mean breakfast, lunch, dinner, jello with fruit in it. Mm. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and draw a line in the sand here. So hold on to your seats. Whoa. I think that fruit and jello is an abomination. And so I want to know what your opinion is because I don't understand why fruit is in jello. Discuss. Mm, we're. <laughs> I feel the pains of podcast childbirth coming on mm. because that <clears throat> is. Uh, 
hurtful. Oh, oh. Am I tapping into like a, a family recipe that you guys frequent yeah. during the summer? That yeah, is, so, uh, uh, my grandmother always made okay uh, lime jello with pears. With and it, pears. And they were always canned pears okay. that had been peeled and halved. Okay. So then she would slice them into, you know, cubes and put them in the bottom of the jello pan then cover the right. fruit with lime jello. Gotcha. Uh, which to this day I think is a lovely combination. Let me just say this. I don't care for fruit in general. <laughs> So that's where you're just knocking that block right out of the food so, pyramid. Yeah, so that that whole section uh, that that's really where like the passion comes from in that because mm. I I enjoy just a good old plain Jello that tastes like red or purple. And <laughs> I mean, you can't knock red or purple flavor, right? But in I will say this: I stand staunchly behind uh, anyone who says that crunchy things don't belong in Jello. Okay, because I completely agree with that statement. Okay, crunchy does not belong in Jello. Jello is a nice, silky, mm. beautiful texture all on its own. A soft fruit I can get behind. Okay, but even a seeded fruit is—you know—if you're putting a berry in there that's got—you know—yeah. You're on the line right. of you know a texture violation. You did just you did just posit a wild idea of having like a nut filled Jello. Uh, I have I have had, had I have had a Jello that has pretzel pieces. Oh in it. Oh my gosh! Which who 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 did this? They shall not be That's named. Fine. I cannot. That's fair. I can't throw these wild accusations out. I have consumed this in the past. Okay. To my great dismay. Okay. Because crunchy does not belong in jello. <laughs> no, it does not. You don't no, want your teeth, your pearly whites, sailing through mm. that beautiful silky jello only to be interrupted <laughs> by the crunchy carcass of the bones of a discarded pretzel bag. Well, now I'm curious too, is does it stay crunchy? Like, I would think that the jello itself would dissolve the texture of the pretzel at a certain point. Well, so this was consumed at a family gathering. Okay. So, you know, it had been made probably earlier that day. Mm. At, at most the night before. Okay. Uh, I've also had it left over. Okay. Uh, and left over. Okay. It does... The pretzel becomes less crunchy oh that that is worse in a way like you don't want it left over if something is going to be crunchy it has to stay crunchy. it has to stay crunchy yeah. which is why jello and crunchy <laughs> i mean just one of the myriad of reasons yeah. why they cannot cross paths <clears throat> there there's that nice like equilibrium of cereal where, you know, when you initially pour on that milk, it's going to be too crunchy. Yeah. You need to give it just a little bit of time to to really kind of combine and congeal with the milk. Yeah. But then there's another point where, like, if you get caught up doing something, you go back and it's just oh. mush. Then, oh, yeah, that's the worst. Horrible. Yeah. And the milk yeah. is warm at that point, And it's yeah. just, yeah, or room temperature at the very least. And it's just sort of like a concrete sludge <laughs> of cereal and milk. And your cereal gets all bloated. Yeah. So it's like the fat, dead hippo carcass of, of cereal floating in your 
<laughs> rancid room temperature milk. What 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 is the worst cereal for that? Do you think? I, uh, shredded mini wheats. Shredded mini wheats. Shredded mini wheats. Uh, yeah, because shredded shredded <laughs> mini wheats. This is how I feel about shredded shredded mini wheats. Yes, because when they first go in there, you're right. Too crunchy to eat. Yep. You mm-hmm. have to. You've got to have the intermediary. Intermediary. It's it's like eating bells of hay. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, um, it's like biting straight through uh, a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can follow that, but I mean, it's yeah, it's okay. Weird texture. Let's <laughs> well, just say weird it's texture. Not good. It's too <laughs> right. crunchy. It's too crunchy. I had an experience this weekend that was food related mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know talking about the fluctuation of temperature of milk and mini wheat made me think about the fact that our, our refrigerator has been going through an odyssey of sorts okay um, we we had there's apparently a drain in the back in the bottom of every fridge okay which is intended to uh, Intended to allow the cooling unit to defrost so that it doesn't become built up with ice and then become ineffective. Right. So uh, if that drain is clogged, then the water, instead of draining down and into an evaporation pan and going away, right. uh, just builds up into an area of the fridge that actually it freezes. And right. then just layers of ice form until... Uh, until it gets up close to your cooling fan, and then it'll make a rattling noise. Right. Or it'll freeze up in your refrigerator area. And apparently the solution for this is first unclog the drain, and then uh, defrost your refrigerator. Yeah. And we went through the defrost your refrigerator portion this last weekend, and it was one of the most visually disturbing things that has happened in my in my recent life okay there's something about your refrigerator just being open yeah for 36 hours that is unsettling yeah that's it it was the equivalence of the dream where you are walking around the mall or school with no pants on right being real real life in your kitchen yeah like yeah your kitchen's pants were just off (laughs) <laughs> I, I had one ex, you know one experience I had was just driving up to my house and seeing through the window right. and I could see the doors of the refrigerator just agape and yeah. it was first of all I panicked because I forgot that the fridge was turned off so I just thought oh no the fridge is just open yeah. it's just open yeah and it, I know it sounds extremely petty, but there was something about it that was just so unsettling. Yeah. So unsettling. <laughs> it's really stuck to my ribs. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. And everything in there will stick to your ribs now that it's like rancid and putrefied. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think also with this, I just want to make a note real quick that this is going to be one of our... Uh, podcasts like Off Branches, and we're just going to call it How to Home. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, we uh, like, I'm sure that people have a lot of other interesting questions about how to like get clogs out of toilets, 
yeah. and uh, change some light fixtures. Well, to- I can answer the toilet one. Well, hit yeah. us up. I mean, let's go ahead and... I mean, that's why you got two hands. Right. <laughs> right? You know, you don't stick both hands in the toilet. <laughs> that's stupid. That's ridiculous. You stick one hand down in there, and you've got to have the other hand out where, you know, with a good grip on, like, the side of your bathtub or something like mm-hmm. that so that you can pull yourself out. Oh, okay. I thought you said the other... I, I thought you were going to say the other hand was going to be free uh, to, to, like, eat a hoagie or drink a milkshake or something Well, like depending that. on how long it takes. That's true. There are some gnarly things back there that you... I mean, sometimes you're going to be down there for a while if you're yeah. not careful. Yeah. <laughs> if you get in past the elbow, that other hand is for calling the, you know, emergency services. In whatever country you're from. <laughs> it might not be 911. I don't know. It, it might not be. Yeah, that's fair. I think... Yeah, I don't know what it is. Okay. Look it up. I'm sure there's some sort of, like, public service out there that tells you what your emergency call is. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. If we were in a different country, we would be in serious trouble in an emergency. <laughs> Can you imagine being stranded somewhere and not knowing the emergency number? I think for everyone in for everyone that is traveling to another country that has also seen the movie Taken, they think in some way like they're going to be able to think and behave like the same way Liam Neeson, like just being like, "No, I've I've got it. Like I can figure all this stuff out." And it's like absolutely not. Like, but the, so this is our public really service lost. announcement. You to anyone who thinks that way. You don't have a particular set of skills. You do not. The particular set of skills that you have are the skills which allow you to die in that scenario. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We've been viewing the war in Ukraine the wrong way. Mm. Uh, I know that uh, we... This could be a real hot take. (laughs) Um, you know, I know that the U.S. has, and most of the West has, uh, sanctioned Russia financially in different ways. Right. Um, and we've acted, you know, I think strongly in, you know, every, you know, political way that we really can. And many people in the private sector have also, you know, stopped doing business in Russia. Sure, yeah. Um, to take, to take a stand against Putin, but uh, all of those things are really very, um, I would say, uh, adult, and okay. you know, yeah. they're and maybe we're just not acting juvenile enough. Okay. So I was thinking, you know, the press is reporting. We're getting all of this effective, you know, media coverage, um, which. Honestly, from a media consumer standpoint, is fairly refreshing considering sure. what we've gone through over the last several years. Yeah, that we're it seems that we're getting true information. Yeah, um, but what if we just got all of media, Western media, to just okay. go ahead and agree that we need to start calling Putin Poopin? Okay, <laughs> and hear me out. Okay. Just with a straight face, yeah. report everything about Putin as Putin, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, and yeah. this has got to get under his skin. Yes, 
And maybe that's the last bit of leverage we need to make a deal with him. He's a very proud man. Clearly. I mean, he's... Everyone... I I don't know anybody at this point that has not seen him on that horse with his shirt off. Oh, yeah. Hubba hubba. But, I mean... It is... Yeah. I I think that maybe maybe going after his pride could be a positive thing. I also want to say this. When we're talking about, like, what people are doing governmentally and then, like, in the tech industry and stuff like that, like, there's a story about Elon Musk, like, giving internet to Ukraine and stuff like that. <clears throat> That's what they can do. Yes. Here's what we're doing, two guys in a basement with a mic, to to serve in this <laughs> We're in suggesting this war. that the Western world as a whole yes. start calling Putin... Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. This is what we can do. This is what we can do. The, yeah. And and so, yeah, I think that that's a great idea. That we should just, like, take to the airwaves. And, and, and I think you're, you're, with a straight face is key here. It has to be with a straight face. I, w- I want to see a negotiation in which a Russian consortium right. comes to the table and legitimately requests that everyone stop calling him Poopin. Yeah. Or if just any time, any of these, like the, the G20 conference and stuff like that, anytime he's there, it's just, everyone is just calling him Vladimir Poopin. Absolutely. Yeah. The, 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 the leader of Russia is next to speak. Everyone please stand for Vladimir Poopin. There, there's light applause and then questions to the floor. Uh, Mr. Poopin, we were wondering about your policy on insert any policy here. Yeah. Because now your name is Poopin. <laughs> it's not much. It's not much. But, I'm not saying that it's but much. But it could snowball. Because you never... These things take on a life of their own. Like in the, in the viral age... You never know how, you know, who who do we need to get? Do we need to get, like, Bieber on this? Like, who's a popular, like, person? <laughs> who's like, a popular like, that, could, that could get the word out and start, and start like, pushing this along? Um, how much does it pay to get a Kardashian to, to start, like, promoting things like this? It's got to be a lot. Do you think we could get uh, Pete <clears throat> Davidson to get a tattoo that says Vladimir Poopin? He probably already has one, he to might. be honest. That guy's, that guy's so funny. He's he's you know what he's he's probably already made the joke. What and we all like, need to do is, as Americans, agree to get lower back tattoos that say Vladimir Putin. <laughs> yeah, it's for a good cause. All right, so we are Lindsay and I are going to go on our first um, like date night in oh. a little while. So our parents are coming up. Uh, this weekend, and they're gonna uh, take Lily for a little bit, and we're gonna go out and hang out, eat, and just be the two of us. So the last time we did this, it was right before uh, birth, go time, launch day, and we were at Eppings um, here in Lexington. Have you been to Eppings before? I've been to Steppings. Steppings. Uh, okay. It's an Irish dance studio. Oh, okay. It's not the one that they redo like the '90s hit sensation on Broadway, Step, where it's like, uh, no, that's Stepling's. Step. That's actually Stomp. So I missed that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, so we went to uh, Eppings, 
And we were there enjoying a lovely evening. It's a great place. Um, we <laughs> we looked across the restaurant and we saw a younger couple. I'm going to put them at like college age. Yeah. And they were on what we are calling an insta-date. Oh. Doesn't mean that they met on Instagram. Maybe they did. I don't know. I'm not in their private life. But they very much were... That would be creepy. Uh, they very much... <laughs> um, were together, but they were picturing everything, like just taking oh, yeah. a picture of every single moment. The food, the them actually just sitting down for the first time together, the you know, taking pictures of each other, taking their first bite. Like it was it was a lot. It's a lot of work. Wow. I just could not I could not imagine that takes that just seems like it takes a lot of work. It to has to because you you've got to get the right filter. Right, that's you probably right. need multiple takes. Yeah, you know, and that you got to tan before you even come out there. Too. Oh yeah, and you've got to get you know that sweeping picture of like opening the bathroom door. <laughs> right. Um, and you know if you're like you snapping, snapping pics like while you're peeing in the urinal, like you've got to get that like the good stream into get the every moment. You know, and it, like that. That uh, time lapse of the urinal cake eroding as you're peeing on it. Um, that's a one. T- that's one. T- you can't do multiple takes of yeah. that. Yeah. The number of times that <clears throat> they had to ask the bartender to, hey, like slide the glass one more time down the bar, and I promise this time I'm going to catch it. And I mean that that took a long time for them to get that one right. Yeah. And in the in the session, yeah. I so. said slide it slower this time. <laughs> You said you were a D1 baseball player. I said I was almost a D1 baseball player. Just slide it slower. (laughs) You're sliding it so fast. (laughs) Sir, are you crying? No, just slide it a little bit slower this time, please. No, but my gate is crying. Do you see her over there? Sir, she's laughing hysterically. It seems that she's laughing so hard. Yeah. She's crying. She's taking pictures of herself crying. Yeah, she's doing... All of this is up there on the internet live. So this is yeah. So I'd say it's going well. The date's going well. So. In the meantime, as he's shouting at the bartender, he's also taking pictures of him shouting, just repeating the same thing over and over to get a good take of him shouting at the slower this time, slower this time. Let me take that slower. <laughs> Let me take that one more time cleanly. Oh, hey, could so you good. shout something else at me? I want to get a good picture of you, like. I want it to look like good repartee. Yeah. I am going to put a snarky review. And so that's just, you know, I you understand. That's what we do now. But it's in just, the review, I'll say, like, bartender top notch. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I do... Uh, I appreciate the fact that uh, you also see other people around you and sort of observe what's happening mm, we do a lot time. of people watching yeah um because my first job in high school other than you know odd jobs yard work things like that was as a lifeguard okay which um you know in high school feels extremely glamour glamorous you know right. like, oh well i'm a lifeguard you know yeah. i make you know good money for a you know i make 12 dollars an hour yeah um as a lifeguard which in high school <laughs> I mean, I was living the life. Yeah. Uh, but it, essentially, it's a glorified people watcher. Yeah. Because when you're not saving lives, which is almost 100% of the time, <laughs> you're just staring at people. 
which uh, is either super creepy or, you know, interesting. Yeah. Um, And if you're watching the right people, it's interesting. If you're watching (laughs) the other right people, then it's creepy. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so uh, being a lifeguard for like four years, I... You know, I I compulsively people watch. I notice what people are doing, right? Because you know, as a lifeguard, it was to make sure that I knew that people weren't going to fall in and die, right? Um, as people often do in pool scenarios, yeah, right. they do. Um, just walking along and you just fall in that pool. You just you're fall. Gone. Yeah, you're eating a sandwich. You're not paying attention where the pool is. Nope. You go in. That sandwich goes. Right down, right in, down, right yep. into that throat. Yep, you can't breathe when there's a sandwich in your throat. No. That's just science. That's day one of lifeguard school. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> number one <laughs> killer got, at a pool. They've got a picture of one man in a pool with no sandwich, and they have a picture <laughs> of a man in a pool with a sandwich, and they ask you which of these photos is a man who can breathe and which is a man who cannot breathe. And if you don't answer sandwich man for man who can't breathe, you fail immediately. <laughs> Oh, that's really good. And then you can never be a lifeguard ever again. That's right. You're just out of the profession. You were talking about how like most of your time is spent not saving lives. Do you think did you ever have the scenario that sometimes I think happens with cops? Like you know how like you'll see cops like standing around and people will be like, Oh, is that what my tax dollars are going to? Like I think do you think anybody did anybody ever come up to you at the pool and they're just like just sit around doing another is that what my pool membership is going to? And you're like, Yeah, it is <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm sure I did. Uh, like, you know, you'd have those witty remarks at you in the in the lifeguard stand. Um, but most of the time, you know, as an adolescent, you know, male, you you're just worried about you know how your tan is coming along. So, Perfect. Yeah. Um, I did have I did have one uh, experience where, uh, you know, if we had two lifeguards on duty. During the summer, because mm-hmm. there's an indoor and outdoor pool, and sometimes right. more lifeguards than that. And if anybody at all was outside, even if it was inclement weather, you know, as long as there was no lightning or if it was cold, you had to have somebody out there. Right. And th- there was one older lady who would come in and do like water aerobic stuff. Yeah. And it, one day she came and she went to the outdoor pool, and it, it was, it was, uh, I think it was early spring, maybe. Okay. So it was kind of chilly. Nobody else was out there. Yeah. And I was chatting with her because, you know, I knew her and and she knew me from lifeguarding for a while. And uh, and she was just talking to me. And it took a weird turn. (laughs) Okay. She just started, you know, asking me about myself and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, well, are you dating anybody? And I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, I've got a girlfriend. She's like, "Oh, I remember those summer nights spooning under the starlight." Oh, wow. I was just okay. like, "Well, this definitely took a turn for wow. me." Yeah, you need to you need to go home tonight and listen to Garth Brooks' song that summer, which is basically <laughs> that basically conversation that. in in yeah. song form. So I was like, "Okay, well, interesting." <laughs> I'm gonna go read my Bible now. <laughs> I mean, at that point in my life, I didn't know that other people could say the word spooning. Oh, you know, because I was a fairly sheltered youth. <laughs> you thought that was at the top of the no list. Yep, yep pretty much. 
yeah. and what's really at the top of the no list you didn't even have in your, I didn't, in your yeah, head. That wasn't even in my vocabulary. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us with some of your favorite day-to-day experiences, just email us at wetooktheliberty at gmail.com. If we deem it worthy of discussion, you might hear us talk about it on the pod. Thanks, everyone.